Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. Kindly open to the book of 2 Chronicles 26, verse 5. 2 Chronicles 20, 26, verse 5. The Bible says, He sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. Can someone, can Audiovisual give me the New Living Translation or the message of uh, that passage? New Living Translation version. The message says, he was a loyal seeker of God. Talking about Uzziah. He was well trained by his pastor and teacher, Zechariah, to live in reverent obedience before God. And for as long as Zechariah lived, Uzziah lived a godly life, and God prospered him. Listen to what New Living Translation says. It says, Uzziah sought God during the days of Zechariah, who taught him to fear God. And as long as the king sought guidance from the Lord, God gave him success. So, for these teenagers to attain their throne, we all are stakeholders, as parents, as adults that the Lord has surrounded them with. We have a stake in their lives. And the Lord will want us to help them to be able to get to the throne. We see the life of Uzziah here, that he sought the Lord. He was, he was loyal to the Lord. He served the Lord as long as his pastors were there. The servant of God was there. He sought the Lord. What is the role that we are playing? Or what are the roles that we are playing in the lives of these teenagers? So the message of the Lord to you as parents and adults, as stakeholders in the lives of these queens and these kings, these mighty children of God that the Lord has prepared a throne for, the God of heaven is sending a message to us that there are things we need to do to help them to get to the throne he has prepared for them. There is no way we will talk about throne without talking about palace. A throne is seen in a palace. And many things happen, both good and both bad, in the palace. And the palace we're talking about is the environment that these kings and queens have to live in order for them or before they can get to the throne. It could be the home environment, the church environment, the family environment, where they, where, they, where they move around, where they live, where they go. And one thing that is clear to us is that the palace is a place of wealth. We must know that in every palace, actually if you get to any palace, if you get to a town and you are looking for the palace, the palace will be one of the finest places in that town. So the palace is a place of wealth, where wealth is displayed. It is a place where the affluence, you see affluence in the palace. In the palace also you find many kingmakers. In the palace you find many counselors who come around the palace. In the palace you find the people of the town, intruders come. People that have not been invited, they come to the palace. And people who have needs also come to the palace. People come to the palace for different reasons. Just like so many people come into the lives of the student for different reasons, for good for bad, they come. Many enemies of the king, they come to the palace. 
People who mean well for the king, they come to the palace. People who do not mean well, they also come to the palace. So it means that the princes, the princes and the princesses are exposed to all kinds of things before they're able to attain their throne. And if care is not taken, these people that come to the palace are capable of destroying the princes and princesses and denying them the throne. And so the Lord wants us to know what should we do in guarding our palaces? What should we do in helping these ones so that they can get to the throne that the Lord has prepared for them? Each one of them seated here, those of them who are not here, who are in school, who are at home, all of them carry potential. God has a plan for their lives. God has something he wants to do with them. And he has a place he's taking them to. Are we going to help them to get there? So the first thing the Lord is wanting us to know is that the princes and princesses are exposed to wells. They are exposed to wells. They are exposed to all kinds of things. Every king provides excesses for their children. In fact, at the expense of the people in the town. So God is telling us, particularly parents of children in Ikoi Baptist Church. We thank the Lord for your life. We thank the Lord for the blessings he has given you. But God is telling us this morning that we do not overpamper them. We do not overexpose them. We do not indulge them. We do not, we do not give them too much wealth. Because many times when we expose them to too much wealth and our friends, they do not know the other side or see the other side of life. They will not understand or appreciate what we have given unto them. Many of them will say, I have suffered, and I will not want my child to suffer. I trekked to school. I never had shoes until I was, I was 12. And so we give them everything before they ask. Do you know that many times, because these children have everything easy, they do not appreciate it. And many of them are not able to live responsible life. Our children will not be like that in Jesus' name. From experience, many princes and princesses that have been overpampered with money cannot even make it to the throne. Men are not able to make decisions for themselves. And so God is challenging us as members of Equal Baptist Church and as parents that if the Lord has blessed you, please be mindful of how you expose them to your wealth. Number two, as people who will help these children to get to their throne, we must give them the right education about sex. If there's something that is destroying the lives of our young people today, it is the fact that they are exposed to a lot of things. There are things happening around them. There are things they have, they have, they have access to through their internet, through their phones. But we have that responsibility as, as parents to help them, to guide them, to talk to them about these issues. Let us not see them as they do not know anything. Actually, one of the things I've discovered is that many of them may know more than we know as parents who are even married. And let us not say uh, the time has changed and uh, uh, we, should, we should not teach them about total abstinence. We should just help them to know how to cope. As Christians, we must help them. Look at Joseph. Look at Joseph. I'm, I'm sure if it was a, it is, if, it, if that happened to a teenager of today, for that teenager, I would say, ah, this is a good opportunity. But Joseph did not see it as a good opportunity. What did he do? He ran. He left his coat and he ran away. And he was able to do what? Get to his throne. At the camp, 
I mean, many of our teenagers, I mean, all our teenagers at the camp, they were exposed to the danger. Many destinies have been destroyed because of sex outside of marriage. And many of us parents, we see our children doing this and we, 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 we do not want to. These ones are precious in the hand of God. Let us not pretend like it does not matter. Please help us by telling them you must not do this. If you do it, you are sinning against God. You must not do it. So let us tell them the things, this is particularly one of the things that will drag you down from the throne the Lord has prepared for you. Number three, help us to tell them that there are enemies around them. Let us tell them, tell them, tell them your own story. Tell them from experience that there are enemies. Many of our children, they are so ignorant. They do not see the things we see. They do not know the things we see. The sin of murder is rampant in the palace. You know, there are many people who want to destroy the king, who actually want to wipe out the family of the king. And in the Bible, we have some examples of people who came to the palace and destroyed the king and destroyed the children of the king. Let them know that there are dangers around them. They are not to be afraid of danger, but they are to be prepared so that they know how to confront these dangers. Sometimes people try to destroy them from within, and there are people who try to destroy them from without. The palace is a place of battle. To get to their throne, there are battles. Let us tell them that they must rise up to their responsibility in prayer and let us show them the example. Moses has spoken in that direction and the Lord is telling us again, let's teach them to, to know that there are enemies, but they also should be aware or, or, or be conscious of the fact that they must value life. For them to attain their throne, they must not destroy any other person. They must not destroy the life of other people. They must value the lives of people around them. They must not be careless with their own lives and they must not destroy other people's lives. Number four, help us. Tell them. If you want to help them to get to the throne, that people will, there will be scheming. It is found in the palace. People will do all kinds of things. On the road to the throne, there are bound to be schemings and all of, and competition. Competition is there. They must be careful and they must know. If you look at the book of 1 Kings chapter 1, from verse 5, the Bible talks about Adonijah, one of the sons of King David, who wanted to get to the throne. He wanted to get to the throne. And, of course, Solomon was the one to go to the throne. Of course, Adonijah was older than Solomon. Than Solomon. But so he thought he should be the one to get to the throne. And he began to speak to some people. He had some people with him who were helping him. He was calling people to himself. And he took God. He took Prophet Nathan, who spoke to Bathsheba, and who actually spoke to David before Solomon could make his throne. There are competitions around them. There are people who would not want them to get to the throne. There are battles for them to confront. So the lesson here is that as parents, you need to manage your home. We must manage our homes. We must help our children know that they have families. They have siblings. And so if I want to attain throne, my parents should be able to know how to talk, how to speak, how to help every child come to the reality of his own throne. You have your throne, I have my throne. Each one 
must get to his throne. But if you begin to give honor to one child over and above the other child, and you cause sibling rivalry and enmity between the children, it is not going to help. Many families, many siblings are not in good relationship because of the, of the mistakes of their parents when the children were very young. Many do not look for one another because of the mistakes that their parents made, because of the way they praised one above the other. And it has continued. For us as, as parents, we must let them know that competition is part of it if they must make the throne. However, they must remember that their siblings are important and they are not going to destroy. We look at, uh, is it um, Bathsheba? Who was um, Absalom? Absalom himself, he tried all kinds of things in order to get to the throne of his own father. The throne of his own father. But he couldn't get it. So let us help them to know that rivalry is part of it, but they are going to get there in the name of Jesus. When we compromise, they compromise their position. When we compromise, when we, when we do the things that we're not supposed to do, it may, it may hinder us from making the throne. And you know, let me, let me also the, uh, emphasize that issue on, on, on sin. Amnon and Tamar, we studied them, we studied, I think 1 Kings 13 or so, during camp, that a child of the king would do what? Would, would desire his own sister. And uh, I do not know what kind of thing came, up, come, came upon him. But because of this, Absalom, you know he committed murder. He killed his own brother. And Absalom was not able to actually make the throne because he was killed. He was king, I think, by Joab or so. What we are saying is this. There are battles, there are competitions, there are issues on the way to the throne, but with us by their side guiding them, the Lord will take them there in Jesus' name. Number five, be conscious of their priesthood. Be conscious that as they are royalties, as they have thrones here on earth, they also have, they also have a throne in heaven, which they must, they must begin to occupy right from here. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, that they are a chosen generation. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. Why? That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. God has plans for their lives. He wants them to serve him. He wants to use all our children, all of these ones. He wants them to be for signs and wonders. So, as parents, the question that Moses asked, I'm asking you again, can your children see God in you? Are they willing to serve your God? Do they want to become deacons in the church? Do they want to become deaconesses in the church? Are they willing to serve God full time if he calls them? We have that responsibility. That as we help them get to the throne in their career to achieve God's plan and destiny for their lives, we must remember that the most important throne that they have to get to is that throne that God has prepared for them in heaven. And they are not going to get there alone. They are going to get there, and you also are, you are going to get there. 
So that when we get to eternity, you will see your wife, you will see your children. You know, Joshua said, as for me, am I, what are we going to do? We will serve the Lord. Can you also say like Joshua, as for me and my house, we will do what? We will serve the Lord. So show them the Lord early in their life. Lead them in the way of the Lord. Let them be committed to God. Let them be sold out to God. Let them love God. Let them serve him with everything that they have. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. As I bring this message to a close, one thing I've discovered is that we have that responsibility as priests over their lives to help them come to the reality, come that, to, to bring that throne to be. We have to make that pronouncement. As parents or as guardians over their lives, you must make that pronouncement. First Kings chapter 1. All of the battles before Solomon became king. When I was reading that passage, I saw that all David had to do was to make the pronouncements. He made the pronouncement and gave the order to, to, to Nathan and the others, go and declare him king. So as parents, it is your responsibility to make the pronouncements over the life of your children that this one, that royalty hidden in him or her must, must, must come to be. Are we going to pray for them? We are going to pray for them. As parents, we have that responsibility to pray that whatever the enemy is doing in their lives will hinder them from making their throne this morning or this afternoon. We shall pull them down in the name of Jesus. Every throne that is competing with God's throne for their lives, all of those thrones will be pulled down this, this afternoon in the name of Jesus Christ. Can we rise up as we pray? We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 Latif Jakande Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook as Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 0163-20485 and 0163-20486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ikoibaptistchurch.org.